Monet, I was just looking up the Anchor app. Have you heard about this? I've heard of it. Something to do with podcasts, right? Okay, so Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's absolutely free. Mm-hmm. And they have this like creation tool that lets you record a podcast and edit it right from your phone or your computer. Oh, that's right, because they can distribute your podcast for you, and it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other podcast distribution places, right? Oh, and you will get the listeners, honey, and when you get the listeners, you make the coin thought mm-hmm. but here's the crazy thing. You actually don't have to have a minimum listenership to get money. You can still make coins. So it's essentially every single thing you need to make a podcast all in one place. Oh, you're just so tickled. You love the idea of making podcasts. I love you, Monet. I love you. Now listen, if you want to download the free Anchor app, you can also go to anchor.fm and get started. My name is Bob the Drag Queen. And I'm Monet Exchange. And And this this is Sibling Sibling Rivalry. Rivalry. We discuss the finale of RuPaul's Drag Race. Who we think should have won. And we find out what made me say this. Monet, you are on actual crack cocaine. All right, listeners. Why you got to say hello, listeners, first? You want to say it first? Go ahead. Yes. Hey, listeners, here we are. Episode. I'm going to put mine at the beginning. I'm going to let them hear how petty you are. (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna keep all the ends so the fans can know how petty they miss how petty miscongeniality is. Oh, you damn right. Your your current fucking miscongeniality if you're nasty. Yeah, the pettiest one. Get make some noise, listeners, for the the nicest drag queen in America, Monet Exchange. She is just just nice. <laughs> you are so salty. Just the just her and she was just so nice you just like your little daughter you just big black and salty <laughs> with, your, with your nice ass <laughs> i love how you make being nice like this bad thing you are so crazy You're no, so i did weird. not say being nice was bad i just oh, don't call you being don't, nice don't, don't no no, no i'm not be... money we have a whole podcast about it i'm not saying being nice is a bad thing i just don't value being nice as much as other people do Okay, well, you know, that's good. With your nice ass. Um, all right, we have it. We have a new drag superstar. All hail your current reigning drag queen. Uh your current reigning drag superstar. It is uh Aquaria. Queen Aquafina girl, Aquaria New York done snatched up the crown three Three years in a row, girl. In a row, girl. I mean, is, will there be any city worthy of trying to take the crowd from our clutches? Not Chicago. Ah, <laughs> word. Chicago's Wait, always close. This year? Oh, no, for Chicago. No, not this Chicago? year. No, Chicago's in the finals two years in a row, but not this year. Not even. This year it was, uh, New it was three years in a row. New York and two Tennessee bitches. Yes. No, and Texas. Yeah, but I mean, I'm talking about the final finals. Wow. She did make it to the final finals, Bob. The final finals of last year was just New York versus New York. Oh, right. Oh, I, I yeah. see what, I, so, so, so you consider the top four the semifinals? No, it's the finals. No, it is. The, that's how tournaments work. There's semifinals and there's the finals. Like, the final is the last one. It's like, this is the last chance. That's the finals. But does it count because your year, there wasn't really a semifinal or a final final. It was just all the finals. It was just New York versus Redlands versus Chicago. New York on top. No, but yeah, in the finals, the top four each of the, for the two years before this, when there was uh, two Chicago queens, 
coming coming through. Um, and this year the crown is the crown stayed once again in New York City. The crown does not want to leave the boroughs, girl. And New York City got two girl. They got congeniality and the crown queen. So New York, New York coming through. New York, New York, honey. I, I, I want to bet $5 that at some point in this podcast, Bob's going to talk about how Aquaria was on Look Queen and the amount of queens who have been on Drag Race have all been on Look Queen and blah, 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 which I have to hear every other week when we talk about it. I don't know why you don't want to let Look Queen have a great place in the Drag Race world, which it does. I, I don't know why you... Why, I, I don't know what your vendetta is against a, a gig that paid you for uh, over a year. I don't know what all, your... You barely paid me. Let's talk no, about bitch, that. I paid you the same rate you got paid at all your other fucking gigs. No, you How did about not, that? Bob. Look, Queen, you paid me what? 75 bucks, maybe? It was not. I paid you 100 bucks, which is what you was getting paid at the time. That's not true. With your I'm new, no doing drag ass. <laughs> bitch, I was one of the first gigs you got in the city. Most people say thank you. So y'all heard it. Y'all, the fans heard it. Monet Exchange is not grateful for money. That's your mis- your miscongeniality complaining about having money. Well, your life must be really tough, Monet. It must be really hard getting paid to do what you love. Oh God, well, you paid me a hundred bucks in New York City. That is maybe half a cab ride and a quarter of a dollar pizza. So, well, bitch, when you like- wasn't getting no gigs before that, you are welcome, Miss Thing. When you was performing at the Ritz for free on Tuesday night. At saliva <laughs> that is a big pay bump from getting nothing to getting something to getting your face on a flyer it's looking money you don't want to say wow bob you helped put me on the map in new york city i know that's hard for you to do so y'all heard it miss congeniality don't appreciate money sometimes i literally it literally gags me how ridiculous you are like i'm like this that's not me laughing that's literally me gagging about how ridiculous you are Y'all heard Miss Crunch Geniality. <laughs> First of all, that's bad. It'll be Miss Crunch Reality. Miss Crunch Reality. <laughs> um, so we gotta talk about the finale. I mean, we can't do a we cannot we can't not talk about the finale. Of I mean, girl, it was wild. Okay, in your opinion, okay, do you, you want to start? Because you always ask. I try to start too soon. No, no, no. Well, are we going in order the finale, or are you gonna jump around in typical Bob fashion? Well, we can do whatever. Well, you know, since Monet, since you have a, a tweeter head trophy, <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you lead the conversation. Okay, so first we started out, we saw all of the season one queens, as RuPaul says, in season 10 lighting. What did you think? Who did you think? Okay, and, and let's be real, a little shady to start off. Who do you think looked really good, and who do you think looked bad, and who do you think just looked okay? I thought BB, Angina, and Nina Flowers looked amazing. And Nina Flowers I think looked Angina the looked the best. I think Nina Flowers looked the best. We stand a bald queen. We stand a bald queen. <laughs> Nina, Nina did look really good. I just loved Angina, Angina's silhouette and that crown she had on. I thought it was all really cute. Yeah, she looks really, she looked stunning. I, I'm still, I still think Nina looked the best. But I mean, it was marginal. They looked, they, they both looked so good. And can we talk about the ultimate shade, honey? What? The most embarrassing moment at the finale of RuPaul's Drag Race, oh, where God, you and BB came out. Oh my God! <laughs> where you and BB came out in the same dress. <laughs> So my dress was the inspo from Beyonce. She wore this black mesh number a few months ago to some event. And I was like, oh my God, this is beautiful. I was like, this will look beautiful in the sponge colors and to reimagine the sponge dress. Cut to, we're upstairs getting ready. And I see BB putting on her dress. I was like, hold up. I was like, Patty, go over there and see what that dress looks like. I was like, it looks like my dress. 
Obviously, mine look better, but uh, Bibi and I did have this thing. Oh, that was Shay. Oh, so you heard it. Your miscongeniality thinks she looks better than the original queen. That's your miscongeniality. <laughs> um, yeah, I think those three were the best ones. Uh, Angina, Bibi, and Nina, hands down. Okay, now who do you think looked bad since you wanted to start that? You start that one off. Well, not necessarily look bad, but I feel like Akasha was wearing a costume that you could get at any rainbow across Bitch, she was wearing a costume that she did get from Ally Express, okay? <laughs> that is, the, not not she could, bitch, she did. You know, and I, but but that also, this speaks to like the level that, the level that Drag Race has gotten to now. Because if you flashback, if you watch season two, um, season three in some situations, like the clothes they were wearing were, they're literally wearing Charlotte Russe and Wet Seal. You know what I mean? Could you imagine some bitch on season 11 walking in in a Charlotte Russe anything? She would be okay, destroyed I'm, I'm gonna, by the fans. I'm going to go ahead and um, give some props where props are due because BB was wearing custom clothes on her season of Drag Race. Was she? Did you make? Did you make any of those? No, I know this was before I met BB. Um, okay. But BB was BB was wearing custom clothes. Tyra was wearing custom clothes. Nina had some custom clothes. Not all of them, though, Bob. I'm talking about stuff that they would wear, like on the runway. Look back at the runway season. BB's two. runways were... were custom outfits. One every they single were. one. Every single. I don't one. know that. I don't know that every single one. But uh, bitch, all of yours weren't custom out. Bitch, all of yours weren't custom. You wore your feather look. Came from the garment district. Don't try to oh, get cute. No, 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 no. Don't even get cute. The the, the um 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 uh the base of it was those feathers. Those were constructed by hand. Don't don't get cute, bitch. Monet, you you altered a dress you bought from the garment district. Call right, a spade a spade. Altered, but I'm saying literally wearing something that like literally the day before the flight they're at Charlotte Russe. Like oh this blouse and this skirt is cute. I'm gonna wear it on the floor. No, a, a lot of girls. A lot of girls did that, but I don't challenge. think a lot of girls did that. BB did not do that. Well, give me. A motherfucking receipt don't tell me bb bb i don't think okay bb's facts. bb's cat suit was custom bb's finale gown was custom bb's uh um her zebra print her zebra print was custom bb's um gown that she wore for the absolute challenge was custom bb was wearing custom outfits on that runway. how do you know first of all you you just say you don't know how you know all this is factual Okay, first of all, I can look at them and tell they're custom. You can you oh, can so look now, at an outfit and tell that it's so a custom now outfit. So you were just Zach posing. Now you just, well, now I, you I can tell that those were not outfits that she bought from Wet Seal because they don't sell stuff like that at stores. And also, I was altering a lot of her outfits, too, that she wore. Why are you trying to bring BB down? What you got against I'm, the OG queen? What you got against Cameroon? I'm not trying to bring BB down. Mada, what are you jealous, Mada? You were jealous that Mada say. was the original crown snatcher <laughs> and that she wore the gown more beautiful than than you did, Mada. Bob, you do you do like a lot of stuff great in this world. Like you are you impress me daily. Impressions is not one of them. I won Snatch Game. I'll have you know. Yeah, but that's because you're funny. It was not because of your um your immaculate impression abilities. It's because you're very funny. No, my Uzo was on point. My Carol was on point. <laughs> you always think you sound like these people, and you just sound like Bob doing a Jamaican accent. Every <laughs> Have you ever heard my shit? My shit? My Sharon Osbourne? No matter the person from New Zealand, they're from they're from <laughs> Australia, they're from uh, Wauwatosa, Wisconsin. It is they're just always Jamaican. No, this mind. is this is my Sharon Osbourne. It's a no from me. It looks like you didn't rehearse at all. <laughs> And I used to sound like BB. 
Um, yes, madam, it is a no from me. Uh, gentlemen, start your in- engines. She came with start your engines, and may the best woman win. Hanging out with BB that day, BB is a hoot. She is a lot of fun to be around. Oh, BB is otherworldly. She is so She's crazy. Did she try to high five you? No, she didn't try to high five me, but every time, but as I was like, um, I was, I was like putting, putting my gown on and she was walking because we went down before them. She's walking, she's like, Ooh, and she was like twirling, she's just doing, just being fucking weird, but she, it was just so funny. I love Bibi. Yeah, Bibi is a, Bibi is like your crazy aunt. Yes, very that, very that. Yeah, I love her. Uh, that, that, the OG queen. We stand an African queen. Oh my god, I wouldn't fancy that. It drives me up a wall. <laughs> we stand a black queen. Um, okay, so I said Akasha. Who was your Who was your bad dress? I said Akasha. I, 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 if I didn't, that's what I was. I was going to say Akasha. Oh, okay, it worked. And um, <clears throat> I mean, honestly, I feel like everyone else really brought it. Akasha looked a little crunchy. Um, I didn't hate oh, no, the I other mean, one. Jay Jay Sotomayor. Oh, I mean, I don't even remember what Jay Sotomayor had on, honey. I mean, I can't even. Really, you might be right on that one. I have no clue. I, I can't remember. I am one of the only people who liked Porkchop's outfit. I liked it. Oh, I liked it too. I loved, I loved it. Um, and I also wasn't mad at uh, Rebecca Glasscock. Some people didn't like Rebecca Glasscock. I wasn't mad at hers either. I like it when she did the reveal. At first, uh, well, also that fabric... See, people don't understand, on TV, like, nine times out of ten, a cheaper, and I'm not, I'm not, it's not a read, but, like, what I've learned and what you and a lot of the other past queens have told me, it's, like, a cheaper sequin or cheaper rhinestone looks very good on TV as opposed to, like, Swarovski and this and that and the other. So, um, and also, can we talk about that mega mix y'all did that didn't make no good goddamn sense? Girl, I don't know why they made us do that shit. I was not into it, but... Y'all you know, was not, y'all had not rehearsed. It looked like y'all didn't give a good goddamn... But also, they have us doing this in these full gowns that, you know, that they all cost, like, I mean, there was some gowns on that stage from Season 10 Girls that cost $7,000. No one is going to be up there trying to fuck up their Name shit. names. Name names. No, I don't know. That's not my business to say who's the guy with $7,000. Name, name, I'll bleep it. Say it. I'll bleep it. From who? That, oh, that, who made that, that guy that, uh, yeah, what's his name? Ridiculous. I don't know. I'll, I'll bleep it out, and the fans will be like, who was it? But I will put a little... Down there. No, I'm kidding. Got her gown made by for seven thousand dollars. I mean, okay, my my coronation gown costs five thousand dollars. I mean, it was beautiful though. I mean, girl, it was hand and, and I fucking pissed it away. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it that, one, that one, that one. I remember that. Yeah, remember no, my that. coronation, my coronation gown was five thousand dollars. It was, I mean, it's hand stoned, fully misting, fully stoned. Um and beaded, um. But hey, custom custom garments cost a lot of money. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and that, and that's why when fans kill me with that shit, they're like, "Uh, she wore that before." I'm like, "Bitch, this gown was three thousand dollars." Like, yeah, you. Yeah, I'm gonna ride. I'm gonna I'm gonna wear that again. Like, I wanted to wear my premiere look. Um, that purple ooze thing. Because that was a very expensive gown, but fans don't understand that. They're like, they think that we're like these like mega celebrities that can just afford to go buy a gown and then Givenchy gonna call me tomorrow and be like, you know what, girl, we got a new one for you. No, girl, that's not what drag is about. We don't have it like that. Speaking of expensive gowns, uh, I want to let the listeners know that I had a really amazing gift for my birthday, which was oh, recent. Oh, yes. 
And Leslie Jones, the brilliant, hilarious comedian from SNL and from Ghostbusters, she sent me two of her Emmy gowns. She sent me her red gown from the Emmy and her black mesh and uh, sequin gown, beaded gown. By oh, is original it Christ- Yes, original Christian Siriano's Miss Thing. That is everything. What's a gag? I'm gagged she sent it to you as opposed to me. You're way bigger than Leslie. It will, um, this is no shade to you, but it would fit me better than it would fit you. What in what planet are you slimmer than me? What universe do you live on where you are slim and trim and I'm chunky and dunky? When I course it, I get down to 29. You barely get down to 32. Monet, you are on actual crack cocaine. Monet, I am not even going to be funny. I am smaller than you. No, you are not, bitch. Monet, I am. Oh, my God. You are crazy. You're crazy. Oh, my God. You're crazy. Oh my God, you're crazy, Bob. You, you, you see, these are the points when we do this podcast when I genuinely cannot tell if you're joking or doing a thing or if you think you're. Or if Money, you're I'm not even. By the way, I don't think there, there's for me. There's no pride in whether or not someone's skinny or not, but I am smaller than you are. No, you are not, girl. Oh my God, you are so crazy, Monet. You are no, crazy, you're crazy bitch. But anyway, okay. it would fit me better, and I think that Leslie should reconsider. Okay, first of all, no, we cannot skim over this you being super skinny. First of all, you <laughs> I are. Said I was super skinny. You are a full-on pair. Let's get that started, Monet. You, <laughs> your ass alone, Monet, would not fit into this garment. Your ass would that not is in not one. True. Monet, your big ass. You have a humongous ass, which would never fit in this garment in a million bajillion years. <laughs> That's not true, Bob. Money, you oh my god, we gotta move on because you're crazy. You're so crazy. Yeah. Anyway, but um, and are you getting your life listening to Leslie Jones re re um re watch the Drag Race fr- franchise? It's so funny. She does not like Roxy Andrews. She does not, and she but but she's people are like Leslie Jones should be a judge on Drag Race. I'm like, do y'all hear her video? She like saying she like she's like, nah, bitch, you whack. You should have went home. I don't like that shit. Like she goes in about. That. I know that's why she needs to be a judge on Drag Race. Not that whole. Well, I thought they were all great. She's like, no, that's you true. lame. Get the You're fuck right. out of here. Your dress ain't cute. Bye, bitch. Right. We had, like, some pretty passive judges season 10. Like, that motherfucker from, uh, from fucking 13 Reasons Why. Girl, behind, this is, this is some inside tea. Behind the scenes, they could barely get this motherfucker to talk. They would, they would ask him, like, we do the critiques and every judge talks for, like, a good 10 minutes, I would say, you know, on the person. He would be like, they would be like, and, and whatever, I don't remember his name. Charles, Jake. Like, Jake, what did you think about her dress? It was cool. Girl, he, he was giving he was giving that um that Cameron Michaels tease. <laughs> so I would appreciate it, a judge. It like worked for her. It, if it worked for Cameron, it could work for him. You damn skippy. Just show the hell ain't worked for me, because here I am. Um now let's talk about uh the interviews. Who's whose interview do you think was okay, let's I'm gonna go ahead and discredit um Cameron's interview because I didn't think it was very good. Also, why was Cameron not looking at RuPaul during the interview? Oh, wasn't that so awkward? Yeah, like she keeps like looking at the audience in this weird smile, and it's like, oh, did I did I forget to mention that? <laughs> like she was laughing like the host from the Hunger Games. You know what I mean? Okay, I think you're being a little extra. It was not like that. Well, yeah, I'm being a, I'm being a little bit hyperbolic, but like it was weird that she wouldn't look at RuPaul. It was so strange. Yeah, it was very weird. Um, um I think well, well Ru would always tell us on set to always find your light. So I think Cameron was trying to be conscious of like. 
of like looking the, you know let me say something people people forget that drag queens were not drag queens are not real people okay we have on ridiculous amount of makeups any drag queen from a profile looks fucking busted you just see a big old contour line and it look good so I think Cameron was, she was trying to be conscious to not give the camera her fucking side her, her profile it looks ugly um, I mean I don't think the other girls looked ugly when they gave their profile but they figured them... they figured it out somehow well, you know what? You're right. I mean, you know, I don't have the answer. But, I mean, you know, ever since the reunion, I'm trying to look for the best in Cameron and not necessarily the worst. Also, you know what is really shady? What? Aquaria got a really unfair question. Everyone else got super easy questions, and Aquaria got the hardest question. It was like, what? how... I don't remember... The, it was like I remember that Eureka's was like, have you ever been catfished? No, not Eureka's. Uh, Asia's was, have you ever been catfished? Eureka's was, what are you going to do with the money? Cameron's was, do you get laid more in and out of drag? And Aquarius was like, how do you plan to help people feel comfortable in this current political climate? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. She did get I was like, what? That is not a fair question. When the other girls were given, if you were a flavor of a smoothie, which smoothie would you be? And this bitch like, how are you going to solve world hunger? That ain't fair. (laughs) That is not fair. Speaking of, if you could be a smoothie, what flavor would you be? Um, I would be a Planet Smoothie uh, Razzmatazz. No, I'd be uh, uh, the peanut butter cup, a peanut butter smoothie. Ugh, oh my God. Peanut butter, anything besides a sandwich is disgusting. Okay, you are alone on that one. I know I know for a fact the listeners are not going to side with you on that because peanut butter is lit as fuck. Well, you're also an old lady. You, you, you love, like, old shit. That's an old but lady. I am, like, three years older than you. But okay. you have to admit, you act like an old lady. You know you do. Don't act. And you, act, and you act like a little ass kid <laughs> with, with your nice ass. Um, I think that Aquaria definitely had the best interview over everyone, though. I thought Eureka's interview was the best. Really? Yeah, I think that she was a, that she showed some good emotions. I think that she was articulate. I think that, um, I don't know, I was really just, I thought that Eureka did a really good job. I thought her plan for her money was good. What was her plan? She wanted to help um, rebuild her family. Yeah, you see, I don't think you can ba- you can judge based on that. That's not a, that's not fair. Like that, like just just because Aquaria is not trying to like rebuild a nation with her money doesn't mean that. I did not say it wasn't based on just that. I thought that Eureka was articulate. I thought that Eureka was Aquarius real. Articulate. I thought yeah, but I think that Eureka real. was more so all those things, and she had the added bonus of her her plans for her money. I liked it. I just liked it. I mean, I I thought that Asia's wasn't bad. Asia's wasn't bad. I think RuPaul threw her for a side loop on some. What would your parents be doing? Because they gave VH1 in heaven. Oh, no, yeah, that was that was a very heavy question. See, she she had a heavy question too. That's a I heavy like, question, girl. I would be like, first of all, heaven is not real, and I'd oh like to believe God. that if my mom Love. is, if there is some afterlife, my mom's not spending her time watching the finale of RuPaul. <laughs> Oh my god! Can you imagine if you said something that would be ridiculous? I would say it. You know I don't believe heaven's real. I would not sit on stage and act like I believe in heaven. You know I would not do that, Monet. Well, you okay? First of all, you know that RuPaul doesn't believe in that too. It's just, it's just like I don't know RuPaul believes in heaven. I know RuPaul is very, RuPaul is very vocal about his about his beliefs and stuff like that. About saying heaven's not real. You find that clip and find the article. I think heaven is real, but RuPaul does not believe in God and all that stuff. RuPaul just believes in energies and shit like that. You don't. I want. I don't. I don't. I don't know that. But all I know is that I would have been like, I don't believe in heaven. Heaven ain't real. Christianity is oppressive to black people. Oh What's my popular? god! It is. Christianity is oppressive to black people. Monet. Don't want to discrediting what you're saying, but not time and place, bitch. Fuck Christianity. <laughs> oh my god. 
God's not real. When you, you die, you just dirt. <laughs> you are a literal terrorist. <laughs> um, all right, let's move. Let's move on to the outfits that they were wearing when they picked their lipstick. Okay, first of all. <laughs> I love that meme that uh, that uh, Eureka re- retweeted. That which I, is, I wonder if there's going to be a reveal this season. I, I know mean, they all looked crazy, girl. Every you know what? Time. They did not all look crazy. I think one of them looked crazy, and three of them looked like they were about to do a reveal. Aquaria looked fucking bananas. <laughs> bananas. She was wearing. She looked like a Chipotle burrito. You know, when you eat a Chipotle burrito, and then you have like a little bit left. You're gonna save for lunch. She was the part you saved for lunch. <laughs> what was that, Monet? I'm serious. And I, B called a post on his um on his Instagram some reference photos. I was like, I don't get it. I don't get it. I didn't get it either. It it did look ridiculous, and I don't know why she did that. It just, I mean, it just looked bad. She looked like a fucking hot pocket. Hot pocket. <laughs> she was a fucking hot hot couture pocket, honey. Yeah, it was not good at all. That fucking bur- burrito shit. And oh, I was like, maybe she's going to reveal something that makes sense with this. And it, she didn't. She just took it off and then it was just on the floor. Yeah. And then she, she had. She shook it off like right at the top. It was like, ugh. And then she had a, a, a Miss Vanjie um, fan, which I was like, I, I mean. Did you like. Did you, oh, wait, we're, 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 we're skipping Asia and. Um, Cameron. Asia versus Cameron versus the butterflies. <laughs> and I tell you right now, everyone thinks Asia lost that lip sync. No, it was really Butterfly O'Hara who lost, <laughs> who lost that lip sync. That was that was honestly, on all honesty, on all honesty, it was embarrassing. Yeah, it was really morbid there. Like the like the collective gasp that was just in the room like the entire time and the, the like the collective like awkwardness everyone felt was very it was very real i mean what i mean i can't honestly she must have been mortified first Absolutely, of all of course she was i'm gonna um i'm gonna read the uh statement she posted on her instagram because she she seems pretty upset about what happened and she was she was she was she posted on Instagram, I just want to let everyone know how sad and heartbroken I am by the way my lip sync performance during the finale of RuPaul's Drag Race turned out. Despite months of research and rehearsing with a professional company, what I hope would be an amazing, safe display of optimism and a surprise for everyone, including, produ- including production and the network, it did not go as planned. I would like to publicly offer the entire world my deepest apology. It is important that everyone knows that I would never purposely hurt any living uh, being and have the utmost respect for all animals. I want to point out that the fans are more upset about the treatment of these butterflies than they are about the drag queens of RuPaul's, <laughs> RuPaul's Drag Race. I mean, girl, you throw you throw you throw animals into the mist into the mist into the mist of anything, and people people love animals. You know what I mean? Like, except when they're like, fucking eating them. <laughs> oh God, here we you go. You love animals until until you get hungry. Anyway, um, but yeah, I mean, I just um. And people are saying, like, it's horrible to put these memes. And I will say this about the memes. I will say this. It is, is it shady to post the memes online? Yes. I, honestly, but honestly, but if you get a funny meme, just send it to your friends privately. <laughs> but don't know. I, I think Monet, the memes are helping her. I really do. I, it's, it's, it's making people um, have levity with it as opposed to being so upset and, like, raging. You know what I'm saying? I feel like it's, it's, it's adding a, a breath of levity to it. I really do. I love the one of you sweeping up the uh, butterflies. <laughs> that is probably my favorite one. 
<laughs> um, and do you, are there any other great? I also love the one of um of of uh, it's a picture of Morgan's face and his milk going. Is she really gonna kill a bunch of butterflies for no reason? <laughs> Oh my god! Also, the one that you sent me, or the one that you sent me earlier, that cackled me. It is from. Um, it's like a still of a courier from the final American, and it says, "Serving looks, something pretty." I'm the bitch from Asia Titty, and it's a butterfly <laughs> over her face. It <laughs> <laughs> is also we're, we're, the fans are gonna hate us for this. Someone started a Twitter called Butterfly O'Hara. That is a gag. That is shady, girl. <laughs> Oh my God! Did you just did you just see U-Haul's post? No, what is it? It's a picture of U-Haul on the TV, and it's like a bunch of dead butterflies. She said, "Well, oh, it's her in her um, you are in her grunge look," and it says, "Well, at least something died seven days later yesterday." <laughs> oh my God! Oh, wait, so this is the last thing. Butterfly O'Hara on Twitter. Um. <laughs> She she tweeted she killed my fucking family, and then, she, <laughs> and then she tweeted not only did she stuff us in her titty and let us plop to the ground, we got fucking body slammed by Cameron Michaels rock hard fucking muscles. She cartwheeled on us, our dead bodies. Peace was never an option. Oh my god, that is so wild. I would say this about Asia. Asia is like a legendary pageant queen. Like Asia is known for doing like crazy, like really, really, uh, really thought out over the top numbers. And I just think like Sasha Valor has like raised the lip syncing for the crown bar so high. But the, what what people misunderstand is that Sasha Sasha was not on stage doing a whole bunch of clothes reveals. Sasha's reveal they were like emotional. It was like it was like a mental reveal. You know what I mean? Like it was such a subtle it was, thing. It was, I get it, so was, emotional. it was really smart, well thought out. It, yeah. I'm just right now. I was sitting next to Sasha Valor. She once they found out what the songs were, then she built the numbers around that. These girls went in with a plan already. Their their yeah. their reveals, their outfit, their costume had nothing to do with the number. Yeah, Sasha Valor heard what the number was, and she had a plan for each one. She had a different plan for different numbers. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, not just like a blanket uh, a reveal moment for whatever song I get. Yeah, exactly. Not just I'm gonna throw a fucking thing in the air and you know no matter what no no matter what the song is i'm coming out dressed as a burrito yeah 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 sasha sasha but sasha is very intellectual she's very cerebral like girl you listen you that's and this goes back to my point that i was saying throughout the season is that the best way to entertain an audience is to really listen to song. I, I, I this is something that i learned oh i can't i'm saying this i learned from you <laughs> and I oh learned God, from Peppermint. <laughs> no, I learned from you and I learned from Peppermint is that like listening to the song, like what is the song trying to tell you to do? Like sometimes, like songs are literal. Like listen to what the song is saying. Nasty girl, girl, get a jar of, of green slime and ooze and stuff it in your pussy and do a split, girl. When you drop in that split, just let that shit open up and green uh, uh, slime is coming out your vagina. That's nasty. Yeah. And you know, Nasty has nothing to do with releasing butterflies. And not to mention that even if the butterfly release had gone successfully, in order to make it look effective on a stage that size, she would have to release hundreds of butterflies. <laughs> hundreds. And it should, should, should have been like white butterflies or something. She released 20 crumpled up butterflies. <laughs> at oh which God, point, Cameron, Michael, Cameron Michaels probably came over and goose-stepped all over <laughs> Duck walked all over those. Oh no, no, no. Kevin Michaels was full on Snoop Dogg, and he was crip walking on the butterflies. Girl. <laughs> we are horrible. Wait, let me read what uh, what Kelly Mantle tweeted. 
Oh, it Lord. is 2038. RuPaul's Drag Race is celebrating its 30th season. They are still lip-syncing for the crown. After three harrowing hours, fan favorite Caressa Me Down executes her 50th and final reveal of the routine, tearing away her skin to reveal that she has stoned her own muscle fibers. <laughs> that is where Drag Race is going. That is what Drag Race is becoming. <laughs> I think they need to go back to the season eight format of doing it, like giving you guys, like, like prepare your number, whatever you want to do, like you know, like to me, like that year, no shade to Kim and Naomi, but that year really showed, like, like who are like the like we we knew us in New York especially knew that you like you were like a go hard dire performer, and it showed in what you prepared and what you had ready for your lip sync number. You know what I mean? And yeah. yeah, the listening for the crown. I think we need to uh, uh, move away from that next season. Yeah, it just it just led to some pretty what I thought were some a little bit desperate moments in the in the um, lip sync. Anyway, so I I do think that Cameron deserved to win over Asia, which is yeah. I was rooting for Asia over Cameron. My Damn. my votes were Eureka then Asia then Aquaria then Cameron. My but watching that lip sync, watching that lip sync, um, Cameron beat her fair and square. He did. He did. Cameron just did his 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 little hair flickeries, and but he did gag me with that with that. He thought it was a cartwheel, but it, but it came it became a, a a front flip around a round off because he was trying to avoid butterflies. Um, is that is that what it's called? A round off. A round off. Yeah. A round. How do you know that? A, 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 a round off. It's a round off. A round off. Um, because I just I, I I don't know. I just know. Tell me um, how you feel about uh, who you about to say who what your pick was in your order before going into the finale. Yeah, my pick was Aquaria than Asia. I mean, I love a love, 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 love Asia, and I really want her to win. Well, now you do not have to qualify whether who you pick. You can just say who you don't have. You this is not the vote's over. You won congeniality. I'm just saying how I felt. I'm bitch. You asked me a question. I'm answering it. Aquaria. I said my votes were Aquaria then Asia then Eureka then Cameron. Well, I'm, I'm, the reason I'm saying you, you don't have to because you can say who you want to win without being like for example I love you more than any queen on the show but you did not deserve to win season 10 so I wasn't rooting for you to win the show because I didn't think you deserved to win it that's not shade that's not saying I don't love you it's just it's being objective and looking at the show from the outside you know what I mean okay bitch which which is nice ass um <laughs> oh my god so let's move on to now uh it's the burrito versus big bird no, you're you're missing um nice. Oh, you mean like their lip sync? Yeah, burrito the burrito versus Big Bird now. Okay. <laughs> oh, also, why do you think Cameron chose Asia? As a quick question. I don't know. I really don't get that because first of all, Asia's old as hell. The bitch is thirty uh, something years old. Obviously, she's like a, a um um an, an avid Janet Jacksoner. So I would not have went with Asia. I would have chose if it was me. I would have chose Eureka. Maybe it's because Asia's the only girl up there who doesn't do splits. Oh, maybe that's why. Yeah. And sometimes that's girls true. are like, "All you need is a split. If you can do a split, you'll win." Not you true. know. Oh, I, I know that's not true. Most of the drag race winners can't do splits. I think right. Tyra and Violet and Aquaria are the only ones who can do splits. Does Tyra do splits? Well, Jinx can do a split. Tyra can do a split. Jinx can do a split. And can you do a split? I sure as hell can't. <laughs> I show the fuck cannot. Can I bet you hundred dollars to do one? How long? How much time are you gonna give me? You the same amount of time you gave me a month, you, uh, a, a month. All right. So, it, by the way, my the ours was not a bet. You didn't have to pay me. It was just me giving you a hundred bucks if you do it. Right. So I'm I'm betting you. I will give you a hundred bucks if you can do a split in a month. 
You know what? Yeah, now, I, now we, now we in RuPaul making that RuPaul money. I bet you two hundred dollars. Oh. oh shit, son! Oh shit, son! <laughs> um, all right, so let's move on to uh, Aquaria versus Eureka. Yes. Which is I call the burrito versus Big Bird. Now, Aquarius in this outfit, which I can't stand. I can't stand it. I can't. I can't stand it. I can't stand it. Yeah, I can't stand it. The burrito. I I can't stand it. I know the burrito is really ridiculous. It really is wild. I mean, her other outfit was good, but like, I don't think it deserved a reveal. Yeah, I think she could. She could have just come out in that. But again, people like you said, people are getting desperate. They're like, if I don't come out with something and reveal it right away, then people are gonna think I suck. And then also, I would say what Eureka's uh, outfit did that gag me was I thought it was a coat and it was the sleeves. That was fierce. right. That was that. I, I agree. That was that was that was gaggy. The only raggedy part was that you could see the little red fringe when the time she came out. Well, I didn't see it. You probably saw it in person. I didn't see it though. Oh yeah, it was red fringe sticking out everywhere, girl. But yeah, that that gag. I was like, oh, work. The wig reveal was whatever. It was kind of. It was fine. It was whatever. The yeah. the, the the sleeve reveal was great. They took it off when she was wearing that leotard underneath. Um, and I, honestly, I think that Eureka won that lip sync. She really did. She really did. She turned that lip sync out. She did. Like, I was the person, like, she was the better contestant for the first one. She was. From what I understand from, from reliable sources, at the end of that lip sync, the crowd was chanting, Eureka. Say, Eureka. no, say names. Don't say reliable sources. Say names. Well, you said it. <laughs> you, bitch. That's, and who else? No, and who uh, else? You and, uh, Hassan. Okay, I didn't tell you. I confirmed what you said. Well, what you I confirmed what you had told me. I didn't tell you that. No, don't don't try to backpedal, mom. We saw the. I did, Bob. You tell me. You told me that Assad told you that, and I said, and I confirmed. I said yes. That that was happening. Don't backpedal, mom. I'm not backpedaling. Apologize, mom. (laughs) (laughs) No, but um, but no. So what I'm saying is, you and Assad were like, yeah, they were all chanting Eureka after that lip sync. Yeah, they were. But then they were like, nah, y'all both safe. Which I gag. I was very gagged at, at the double chante. Crack, I was cracking. I was sitting next to each other. And we both looked at each other. Just mouth open like, what? Speaking of uh, cr- uh, Cracker, uh, can we just say that uh, there's a video online of Cracker <laughs> looking particularly underwhelmed with Aquarius win. <laughs> and uh, Bob, you are so messy. I'm not Monday. We're just talking about the finale. You, you, <laughs> you, can't, Monet, you can't all be miscongeniality, okay? <laughs> so it's a it's a video of of Cracker looking particularly unpleased with uh, Aquarius win. Or just un, unimpressed. Not unpleased, just unimpressed. So Cracker was like, "Hey y'all, don't get it twisted. I'm actually very happy for um for a, for my New York City sister." To which um <laughs> Trixie's to which messy ass. Trixie responded. Uh, Tracy Martell. Tracy Martell, we saw the video. Don't try to backpedal, Mom. <laughs> she is so messy. Trixie and Kimchi are the messiest Twitter queens ever. They always comment something shady and messy. No matter what time of day it is. Oh, the worst. The, the worst. You uh, bitch, yeah. don't be saying the worst, the worst, because you are you you right up there, too. Oh, I, listen, I'm a messy bitch who lives for drama, okay? I can't. Messy. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not congeniality. I tell you that, Bob. Um, <laughs> and then the so then the final lip sync. Bang bang. Three girls. By the way, I think th- three's a crowd. It's too much. It's too much in the lip sync. Which is why Cameron literally just disappeared. You forgot Cameron was even there. He was just gone. Oh, yeah, Cameron was gone. First of all, Cameron was literally 
just crossing stage left to stage right over and over again, covering <laughs> the entire course of the theater. Am I lying or telling the truth? The whole time, just that bitch was like, I didn't get to the gym today. I'm getting my cardio in. Just running <laughs> stage right. And then um, Aquaria has sparklers. She has confetti cannons. She is. I mean, to me, it was just all a little bit much. Yeah, the confetti cannons were a little bit much, but I think that um, she's trying to win. She's trying to prove that she deserved the crown, girl. She's yeah, like, oh, so my, so my, so my three wins this season weren't enough. Um, um, me like turning it out on a runway was enough, so I, I need to do all this extra shit on stage to prove to you why I should win. And um, I actually thought that Eureka's one of my favorite parts was when Eureka pulled off the thing and had the big girl wins, and then she like walks right down the middle. I thought that was it. A pretty uh, fierce moment, but honestly, this lip sync was too for me. It was too crazy. There was yeah, so much it was going too on. Manic. It was like, I couldn't even t- all. All I knew that was that Cameron lost. That's all I knew. I, I, I couldn't yeah. tell if Eureka won or if Aquaria won because there was just so much going on. Um, Preston Burford, Ber- um, who did the the graphic for our sibling rivalry, mm-hmm. that is a picture by Preston Burford that Bob and I did like what three years ago. We did that, Roberta. Yeah, a while back. Wow. A while back. Um, before either of us were on Drag Race, I think. Yeah, yeah, way before that. And then um, he said, "My he said the the only two parts I liked about that final lip sync was uh, was Aquarius confetti cannons and, <laughs> and Eureka struggling to get off the ground two times." Uh, well, I was said, it's great to see a big girl do the splits, but it's better to watch her get up. Um, <laughs> when a big girl, when Eureka does it, it's called the splats, girl. Uh, <laughs> girl, there's a tsunami in Japan currently. Um. But yeah, I mean, I I think it was just weird that Aquaria even made it to the finale. To be honest, why is it wait what, what, what? Because Aquaria, I mean, the final, final, final lip sync. Oh, because, because of the first part. Lost, she lost the lip sync against against Rico. But on that hand, I do think that Aquaria is a worthy winner, and that absolutely is the truth. she did statistically the best of the season. She did. Yeah, Aquaria is a fucking sick queen. I mean, I crown her, I crown her Miss Look Queen. Oh God, here we go. Why you squawking? Um, and I, you know, I think she's a great, she's a fucking great queen. And she really is. Congratulations to her, and I'm, and I'm glad the crown is gonna spend another uh, chunk of time just hanging out in New York City. Yeah, girl. Do you think that we, we we're gonna do it season eleven? I, I don't so. know. These whoever the fuck these season eleven bitches are, they better not be crunchy. They better go to the finals because New York City don't fuck around. We got the crown in New York City four times. Five right. if you include the fact that Violet moves to New York. Okay, that no, Bob doesn't count. No, Atlanta's had it twice. Have Seattle, they? Okay. Wait, 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 wait. Violet and, and who? Tyra oh, Tyra. Great. Right. I'll go season by season. Minneapolis. Atlanta, Los Angeles, uh, Pittsburgh, uh, Seattle, New York City, Atlanta, New York City, New York City, New York City. Come on, New York City! Come through, girl. Come through. That is your favorite coronation line, too. Come through. Um, I heard that when Eureka won, she put the entire scepter in her mouth. That is not true. Oh my god, who said that? It's not that? true. I, 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 someone, I read it online somewhere. That's not true at all. You should not. What do you do? What do you do when she won? No, no, no. Honestly, she said some, 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 some something about when life tells you you too much. That whole thing. But none of them were really good. Violet had a great. Wait, what was yours? A lot. Did Did you say purse first? Yeah, I said take whatever you love by yourself and walk into the world purse first. Kim oh, yeah, Chi said. Fierce. Kim Chi said wins dinner, 
And that's Naomi funny. said, Naomi said, it's about time a big girl won. Yes! That's the best one. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> oh my God, can you imagine if Kim Chuda said it did a thing? Cracker's entire brand would be nothing. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Wait, okay, so I think in the history of Aquarius wasn't that great. What what was it? it? When you mess up, take it out and turn it and soak it up. What she said. When you get it, when you get a second chance, you you do it, bitch. I don't know. Like it was something like that. Like bibbity bobbity. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean. None of us have been. I mean, Violet yell come through. I said take whatever you love. So welcome to the world. Uh, Bianca was like, I'm, Bianca was like, I'm the luckiest guy in the world. Um, oh, did she say that? Really? Yeah. Boo, Bianca. Um, I think that oh, yeah, uh, Jinx. Get, Jinx, wait, wait. I'm, I'm trying to remember them all. Jinx said, uh, uh, "Monsoon uh, season." It's monsoon season. Um, Sharon said, um, "Happy Halloween." Happy Halloween. No, Sharon said something else. No, Sharon said, "Happy Halloween." Oh. Hmm. Um, I might be wrong. I think I'm pretty sure she said, "Happy Halloween." Um, sh- what did Sasha say? I don't know what Sasha said either. It was something about being art, being something. Art, strange, weird, unibrow, art, art, Brooklyn. <laughs> Brooklyn art, tear it apart, magical, liberal, art, 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 clap. We are New York. Um, if I would have won, I would have said, I don't know what I would have said, honestly. But then you did win and you just yelled, soak it up. <laughs> Which everyone gagged for. Yeah, you even you said it was good. So why you so why you acting like your friend? Gag. Okay, you are throwing words around. They cheered because you won. They did not gag because you said something amazing and clever. They literally clapped because you won Miss Congeniality. You think they were like going crazy because you said soak it up? Yes, Bob. It's a, uh, yes, I do, honey. Wait, you think that the reason they were cheering was just because you said so? You they were like that speech turned our pussies out. Yes. Wow, why are you such? Why are you such a hater? I'm not a hater. They were cheering because they like you, and you won congeniality. You you could have said yay, and they would have cheered. You did <laughs> That's not funny turn, too. You did not turn it out with your speech. You literally just said soak it up. I think I turned it out with my speech, and I think Money, I did. Um, I, this is why I beg you: do not be that girl who stands by bullshit like like Monique Hart. You cannot tell Monique Hart that she was not great every second of the show. You can't tell me I wasn't stunning. You can't tell me I wasn't hilarious. The hair was right. The makeup was right. It's like, girl, when you say that, everyone else looking at you like, but it wasn't right, though. Well, I think that they screamed for me for that. All right, Monique, you got it. Uh, also, I was really weirded out by the fact that Monique messed up her hair. The only good wig we've ever seen her in. Oh, oh my God. That's not only good one Monique had. Her one uh, uh, with the Cookie Monster, that's everything. The, 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 the 613 pony. Yeah, that was a cute one. I mean, it's just a bunch of ponytails. But this hair was, like, stunned. That's why it I was. said... Marco, the, Marco did it. Oh, yeah. Marco's, Marco's the fucking hair magician. I'm sure right now. He, he is the best. fucking hair. I stand by. I'll say it again. The hair at that reunion special was on point y'all turned it as the as far as episodes of drag race that one reunion special had the best hair i think of uh, of an entire se- all the series you think so that the hair on that reunion was wow. fucking popping it was amazing you're, you're really into it girl it was great all the hair with the exception of like maybe one or two it was fucking great hair like great killer hair work work bitch well, we we thank you. Did you like my little bow tie here? I love that. That hair was so cute. I loved it. I loved your outfit. I wish you wore the pants version though. 
But I've already worn this pants version before. But let me tell you, honey, when you were sitting down, it looked like the pants version, so you may as well have worn the pants version. I was, I was, but, I was like, oh, Monet's wearing that. I was literally thinking, oh, Monet's wearing that outfit again. And then when RuPaul's Drag Race Instagram released the full photos, I'm like, oh, it's a different piece. Yes, honey. Now you did Black Girl Magic. Tell me about that, because you know me and uh, Vixen and Shay had a little Twitter thing, which wasn't really a fight. It was just me being weirded out that the Vixen was using slave analogies and lynching imagery to win her point. I was like, this is a little bit weird. Um, and then you went over there and smiled all up in their faces. Oh, God. Um, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. How was your experience at Black Girl Magic? It was really fun. It was really cool, you know, um, uh, to see a show of just queens of color. That's, like, a really cool thing that you don't necessarily see oftentimes. It's, uh, not unless you live in a predominantly, probably, black neighborhood or whatever it is. Um, so it was really cool. And it was, like, really great energy and a really great, a really great vibe in the room. Because all these local queens and Drag Race girls got together to do the show. It was a lot of fun. And the Vixen was really feeling her oh, so she really felt like she did, that she did a great job. And which she should. She should She should be proud of herself for doing Black Girl Magic. And um, I know the goal is that they want to take um, take it on tour and take it around and really um, do the Black Girl Magic thing up. And I'm, I'm down for that, girl. I'm like, yes, let's do an all-color, an all-color girl show. Why not? You know what I mean? But then you have the people online be like, well, what about White Girl Magic? Let's do an all-white girl review show. I'm like, those exist, Who bitch. said that? Who said that? On Twitter, girl. I'm not even going to entertain that. You're right. That's just the old people like, what, what, what about White Lives Matter? I'm not even entertaining that. I'm not, I'm not even, I'm literally, I have to stop myself from talking right now because I can't entertain that idea. All right, I have to move on. <laughs> because that actually <laughs> makes my skin bubble and boil. My black melanin skin is bubbling <laughs> and boiling over, bitch. Um, <laughs> you know, I was saying years ago, I was trying to do, um, Years ago, I tried to pitch this big uh, company, a show called uh, Black Queens Matter. Um, you and asked me to do I, it? Yeah, I do. I, I did ask you to do it. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I tried. I did. I one hundred asked you to do Black Queens Matter, um, and I still want to do the album Black Christmas. Yes, I'm into that. Let's do Black Christmas. Black, and I'm gonna have a. I'm gonna do a, a promo video where we all just sit down and have a big Black Christmas and just eat food. A, a, a promo video? Mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah, girl. Big macaroni and cheese, some candy yams. Mm. So, I mean, there we have it. We have our new drag superstar. Her name is Aquaria. The crown stays in New York City. Aquaria. Monet Exchange is the nicest drag queen in the world. Oh my God, girl! Did you like my? Did you like my Miss Congeniality uh, uh, trophy moment? It was cute. I was very happy to see you win. I'm. I'm 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 proud of you. You you are a very nice drag queen. <laughs> Bob, you are so ridiculous. I'm so done with you. you. Monet, I'm just agreeing with what the, the other girl. Bob, I doing. Bob, I how many times you 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 make you can fool these people listening. I know you for a very long time. I know when you're being shady and nasty and rude. So please. But you know what? I'm also mixing it in with love. I am proud of you. You know I'm proud of you, and you know you are Monet. You're my best friend. So obviously, I thought you was nice before all those other bitches thought you was nice. <laughs> do you uh, do you, do you think that they, that we should continue to do miscongeniality through uh, the girls' vote? Because I think that makes more sense. You can't ask the fans to vote for miscongeniality. It literally makes no sense. Yeah, if the fans voted, Cracker would have won because they just vote for who they for who they love the most. You know, right. You know, so I like that we do it based on the on, on what the girls on on the rest of it, because that's how they do it in, in normal pageants and like any pageant around exactly. the world. That's how it's done. Also, yeah. if you want to know who's nice, ask the girls who's nice. Don't ask the fans. The fans don't know. 
Right, they don't know. They don't know what bitch was. Oh, here's a little something, a little inside tea. Cracker did not get my vote because do you remember when I was at your apartment and you, before I left for the show, you gave me um, Jaden Dior Fierce made you some drag jewelry and it was those buttons and I and I and I love the buttons. You gave me the black ones, the blue yeah. aqua ones that I wore for my um for my sponge outfit and the crystal AV ones. I I accidentally contributed to the sponge outfit and I unbeknown <laughs> unbeknowingly was uh made to be a uh an ally in the sponge outfit. <laughs> So I wore the Crystal AV ones like episode two with for some reason for some outfit I wore them I believe, and then um and then I put them down because you know how it is like after like when like when you run to the runway and you're doing challenges like like the run the workroom was like a mess like so like hurry up to hurry up to get to the thing, and yeah. then so they clean up they clean up the stations whatever and I came back and I forgot where I put them. Girl, cut to I went through the whole season. I went to wear with like three different outfits, but I I was like someone they're like they're gone. They got thrown out, whatever. Cut to th- like three months after the show at Rap Crack, and I were doing a gig, and she shows up with these earrings on. I was like, wait, I was like, I was like, Crack, where'd you, where'd you get those earrings? She's like, oh, Dusty left them for me when she got eliminated. I was like, Dusty left them for. Me. I was like, bitch, no, she didn't. I was like, Crack, those are my earrings that I left probably on your station. And she's like, oh, girl. And I was like, you stole my earrings. She's like, no, I thought Dusty left them for me. So she tried to steal my shit. So that's why she ain't congenial. Because <laughs> she accidentally took no, something she you left on her station. No, like like the vixen said, be wary of white tears, okay? <laughs> <laughs> that bitch stole my shit, and now I know how she feel. <laughs> you are so fucking stupid. Um, who did you vote for? Oh, I... Um, I vote. So we have to we have to vote for two people. You vote for you vote for your first choice and your second choice. I think they did that just in case there's a tie, or whatever. So I voted for um, Monique. Then I voted for um, Asia. Oh, that's 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 that, that seems nice. I don't really know Monique. Actually, I don't know Asia. I don't know none of them hoes. Um, but um, you t- sometimes you're a good judge of character. Sometimes sometimes you be on some bullshit. <laughs> I'm never on some bullshit, Bob. So I'll, I'll trust you that they are great people because uh, because t- typically speaking, you're a good judge of character. Well, what do you think the qualifications for, for, for Miss Congeniality are? For me, I think it was someone who was not just nice, but someone who was not a fucking a fucking black shadow over the experience. Because as you know, filming Drag Race is very stressful. It's a lot going on. And to me, the congenial people were the people that I vibe with the most and the people who, who left the workroom and, and had everything like... Like, you know, like, had shit feeling popping, not, like, annoying and shit. Yeah, I mean, I think, honestly, congeniality is basically about someone who's, like, really nice, like, super nice, like, not mean. Like, if they're being nice, like, if someone's, like, nice and, like, like really nice. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I think that congeniality, honestly, is about someone who isn't, a, who isn't necessarily a selfish um, competitor. I think miscongeniality is based on someone who is... Uh, Someone who is like literally congenial to other people who maybe helps others but doesn't do it for selfish reasons and doesn't turn on their and, and who has a great moral compass. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Agreed. But you are in uh, the Bronx, bitch. Right. Isn't that crazy? You hear them banging that fucking um, bachata salsa shit, girl? It's so shady. One time I went downstairs and I was like, excuse me, I'm trying to take a nap. Uh, and then. You're like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, 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 my friend. Then they try to invite me to come inside to, to Kiki. I'm like, bitch, uh, I just said I'm trying to go to bed. Work. Oh, um, I, I, I just looked up what congenial means, 
and it means pleasant because of a personality or qualities are similar to one's own. So practically anyone can be congenial as long as your qualities are similar to my own, and I find that pleasant. Oh, uh, oh, so 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 you so you so someone who who be congenial for you is Oscar the Grouch. Oh, you are you. Oh my, you are so. Oh my God! Not only is she congenial, she's hilarious. Give her the funniest drag queen <laughs> award too. <laughs> Um, Can I just say, it just clicked to me what the workroom is. I just figured what that is. What are you talking about? Like, when Rue says, like, back in the workroom, I thought it was, like, workroom, like, W-O-R-K. It's like, no, workroom, W-E-R-K, like, work girl. And you know what charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent stands for, right? Yes. Country. Oh, my God, I'm done with you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to our opinions and listening to Monet's downstairs neighbors blast reggaeton. (laughs) Right. All right, be safe, guys. Peace. Bye. (laughs) Sibling Rivalry is proudly presented by The Only Productions. We would like to thank you, our listeners, for tuning in each week, more or less, to hear our ridiculousness. We'd also like to thank our executive producer, Mitch Farino. Thanks a lot, guys. Peace. Thank you.